Isaac, do you hear that? What is it, Pooch? It's a spooky podcast. <laughs> so we talked about how we wanted to have a themed yes. intro. Yes. So I guess that was it. <laughs> I could redo it if you want me to. Uh, try it again. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the totally requested spooktacular countdown. <laughs> Ooh, much better. Better. Huh? Yeah, I like yeah, that. I like that one better too. <laughs> uh, welcome to Totally Requested. <laughs> Uh, I'm Isaac Rentz. I'm a music video director. I'm here with my friend Pooch, who's an amazing actor and also a TRL super fan. Usually on this show, we count down the top 10 Mm -hmm. of whatever day it is in TRL history. We go back in time and look at those videos, but not today. Not today. We're giving you a little something different. We're leaving the format behind because fall is in the air. Mm -hmm. Can you smell it? I can smell it. I think it's the candle. We also have a pumpkin candle and we're sipping pumpkin lattes pumpkin lattes uh we're sitting in a pile of leaves Mm -hmm. we're Um, carving pumpkins we're carving pumpkins as we're doing this yep you are dressed like the mummy Mm -hmm. i am dressed like the scorpion king oh (laughs) wow i wish i would have known we got to dress up as a a character the rock played (laughs) well uh (laughs) i wanted to keep that one for myself damn it um but we are here well we're doing something kind of special today yeah we're doing the Halloween Spooktacular. I just named that. I, th- I feel like Spooktacular is kind of overused. Yeah, but I, it works. But it works. Totally. Spooktacular edition. We're counting down the top 10 Halloween-themed music videos. Boom. And I do think we should mention that these aren't the scariest music videos. No. We could have done a list of those. I feel like if you want to, you can go down your own rabbit hole of Nine Inch Nails and Aphex Twin and Slipknot and Marilyn yep. Manson videos. You can do that on your own time. We just want to get people into the the mood for Halloween mm-hmm. with videos that are like a little bit more on the goofier yeah. side. These guys, we just have to give you a warning. These aren't the best videos. <laughs> they aren't in, in the world. <laughs> They're pretty entertaining, though. You know, every October, my wife and I always talk about how we need to watch a bunch of scary movies. Mm. And to me, what that means is like, oh, we're going to watch The Shining or we're going to you know, watch some actually scary movies. For my wife, it means we're going to watch Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and I feel like these music videos are a lot more on the Hocus Pocus tip. Which is a great movie. I mean, it gets you in the mood for Halloween. 100%. You're not going to be scared at any point. I wish instead of this pumpkin candle we had the black flame candle to light and the sanderson sisters would show up well you're a big hocus pocus fan we huge huge hocus pocus fan and you know what hocus pocus is a good movie amazing movie i Bette like Mettler, it just uh uh sarah jessica parker yeah and the, the lady other, from sister act. sister act yep i know that's the, nobody knows that person's name she's it's so such a good shame. she's so good she is great well let's get into the countdown I, i'm ready let's kick things off i know you're dressed like the mummy today. yes do you want to introduce this video? Like the mummy? Like the mummy? Sure. Coming in at number 10. That's my... Oh, this is going to be a good... This is going to be a great episode. I That's can Johnny Carson as a mummy. Okay. <laughs> Coming in at number 10, we have the killers with bones. Perfect intro. Okay, first of all, shout out to my mom. Killers is her favorite band. Oh, wow. It's a good mom band. They're safe. I feel safe letting my mom listen to the Killers. Yeah. You know who else she really likes? 21 Pilots. 
Nice. She's what, a big sugar fan. Ray? Does she like Sugar Ray? <laughs> I think at, at one point she probably really liked Sugar <laughs> no, Ray. New Sugar Ray, not old Sugar Ray. <laughs> My mom keeps me up to date on alternative rock. Awesome. She'll call me and she'll be like, have you heard of this new band? The And I'll, I'll always say no. I just don't know what's going on in that world. She's like, you should direct that them. Yes, she does. But <sighs> she's really good at that stuff. She has really, she has, she has pretty she good Sounds music like she's taste. got great musical taste. Yeah. She knows what she's talking about. My mom likes Ludacris. Then your mom has really good yeah. musical taste. Ludacris, going to be on this countdown later today. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, guys. Okay, but let's talk about this video. This is uh, kind of an important Halloween video because it was directed by Tim Burton. Wow. And this is his debut. In the music video realm? Yeah, and I think his only music video he's ever directed. I want to say, yeah. I don't think he's directed any other music videos. Of course, Tim Burton directed... All those classic. Why do, you, why do you sound so sad? Do I sound sad? You weren't like, of course, Tim Burton. I gotta say yes. Yeah. <laughs> what guys? I no, I don't know why. Well, I don't know why. I suddenly took a tone for Tim Burton. Okay. He directed a bunch of classic stuff, and, and people already know about it. Should yeah. we name them? What's your favorite Tim Burton movie? Um, I'm not a huge Tim Burton fan. I get it. I find it a little too whimsical. I get it. But if I had to pick one right here, right now mm-hmm. to rewatch, I guess it would be Beetlejuice. I'm with you. Those are all just a bunch of great performances. It's a great movie. I love the six foot, seven foot, whatever that song is. Uh, yeah, that Lil that Wayne scene. sample. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm really <laughs> into. I love that part where Lil Wayne jumps out and starts rapping. Um, yeah, I think that's my favorite. What's your favorite? I would have to say Beetlejuice as well. Okay. Beetlejuice, Batman is a close second. Oh, you know, I always forget it's he directed that. So Batman. good. That is kind of a fun one to watch. Yeah, the first Batman is on point. He's obviously a guy who's influenced by a lot of old uh, classic horror films. Yeah, because we get a little taste of uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon mm-hmm. in this video. It's a, it's it's shot almost like a Universal Studios monster movie. We see a couple at a drive-in, very sort of fifties themed drive-in, watching a classic movie. It's uh, Jason and the Argonauts, which is. Famous because it was one of the most famous uses of stop motion animation. It's got all these skeletons that fight each other. Yeah. There's, uh, there's Ray, no, shortage of, no shortage of bones in this video. Lots of bones, which works because the song is called Bones. So we see uh, this couple basically turn into skeletons as they watch the video. They're out on the beach running through the sand. They're kind of reenacting that, that slow-mo beach run from the movie Eternity and 10. Right. With Bo Derek. But as skeletons. As skeletons, yes. And then the band also starts to turn into skeletons. But I feel like, I I have a little bit of a theory here. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes when you bring in a big name feature film director, which the killers at this point, I think this this video came out in like 2006, which is when they were at their peak. They probably finally had the power to just get whatever they wanted. And they said, let's get Tim Burton to direct this video. And Tim Burton probably maybe one of his kids was like, you should do this video. Yeah, I'm a huge fan, Dad. Dude, you'll yeah. be the coolest ever. I feel like he was probably really used to big budgets. And when it came time to do this video, music videos don't have the sort of budgets that you would get if you did Alice in Wonderland or I something. I agree. And this video feels a little on the cheap, cheap side. I could see it. I could, do you think Tim Burton was like, okay, I want the CG right here. I want Johnny Depp to enter from left. He's a skeleton, but he turns into a human being later. And then I want my wife to show up. Yes. And then if they were like, hey, Tim, <laughs> we can't have any of that. I think Tim Burton went into the used car dealership wanting the Cadillac. Ooh. And the label was like, we'll get you the Geo. That's good. Deep cut right there. That was kind of what happened here. I The the CG is a little dated already. 
Yeah. The skeletons look kind of like, remember that video game Mist? Yeah. Oh, wow. I remember not being impressed with this video. But it is very Halloween themed. Well, you got Bones. You've got Bones. This is not a very memorable song. No. I mean, I feel like the star of the video is the lead singer's mustache. <laughs> and I won't lie. I was a little bummed when he turns into a skeleton. I wish they kept the mustache on the skeleton. That would have taken this video to another I level. I think that would have. We've been singing a different tune right now. <laughs> there are also a couple times where just the hands of like the bass player, the guitarist turns into a skeleton. Yeah. And you kind of feel like maybe that was when the budget sort of petered out and they were yeah. like, let's, let's just do like some fingers. I agree with you a thousand percent. I think it got a little bit dicey in that editing room <laughs> and they were checking the bank account and they were like, Ooh, dang it. <laughs> now, do you think there was a chance at some point of Tim Burton asking Johnny Depp to do a cameo? I feel, when is there not a chance? I feel like if he was in here, I'm moving this video to number one. <laughs> what, who would he have played? Punch this video up. I would want him to play the lead singer. So you would have taken he, the most famous member of the Killers and absolutely. replaced him with Johnny Depp. And then I would have even made Johnny Depp play the whole band. That actually would have been interesting because he probably would have done a lot of weird character he work. He would have totally would have kept. He all would have the gone wardrobe. Pirates of the Caribbean on it. One hundred percent. Because this was '06. Pirates came out. Oh. Mm. Was it 03, 02? I don't keep track of these things. You've seen Pirates of the Caribbean, though. I don't, I haven't actually. What? No, I really It's haven't. really good. Not my thing. The fir- I get it. Yeah. The first one's great. I like the ride at Disneyland. Why do you not like the ride? But I feel like that's all I need. I've never been on that ride and been like, oh, I wish this ride were a movie. Did you, have you ever been to the restaurant? No. That, at Disneyland that's like right above, I think. We or, should record a podcast at that restaurant. I used to think people were the richest people on the planet that, that ate there. <laughs> well, Disneyland has gotten very expensive. When so I was a kid, I was like, maybe wow, it is eating at the Pirates of the Caribbean restaurant. They're so rich. <laughs> um, I do have to say if every member of the band was replaced by Johnny Depp, my mom would probably not like this video. I could see that. She yeah. probably loves the lead singer. So she probably wouldn't have been a fan of this video. Yeah, I think so. The mustache trick. She would have appreciated that though. I feel like your mom would have been like, Oh wow. They kept it. Yeah. <laughs> Isaac, Isaac, they kept the mustache in the in the new Bones video. Uh, let's move on to another video. Already, Co- already. Let's move on to another video already. I feel like we really covered this one. I get it. I get. Is there? Or I'm sorry. Do you have anything else for this video? We have a go ca- for it. We have a cameo. Uh, I and I feel bad. The the we do the girl. Oh, is was in Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, Devin her, Aoki. Yeah, her father opened up uh, the famous restaurant. Had the hibachi grill restaurant. I mean, <laughs> Benny Hanna. Oh yeah, that's her father. And her brother is um, DJ uh, Steve Aoki. Did not know that. So this whole family is just extremely talented. This whole family's eating at that Pirates of the Caribbean restaurant. Dang. Uh, she does a good job in this video. Yeah. She's oh, she's cool. she's very pretty. But I I love her in Too Fast and Furious. I know. Anytime that there's um, an opportunity to talk about Fast and the Furious franchise. You're oh, all I'm all it. about it. You yeah. weren't going to let us leave this video until we talked about. No, that. I was like, she drives that pink Honda. And the bumper gets a little messed up, but then she gets it fixed. Does she, is she only in one of them or is she returned up? She's in two, too fast, too furious. Oh, uh, she kind of got like a little bow wowed out. Yeah. Oh, they didn't keep her around. No, they were after Tokyo drift. Ah, they were like, we've, we've made our mistakes. We're going to learn from this. We're going to just bring the whole cat, the original cast back. <laughs> well, Devin, wherever you are, 
Good job. We love your father's food. We love your brother's music. Yeah, good job being in this killer's video. We love you. Yeah. She's she's great. I would cast her in something. Right there. Open invitation, Devin. (laughs) Reach out. You got work. Join us on the podcast. Uh... Do you have anything else? I know that you love this video now. It's moved to my top favorite videos of all time <laughs> after us talking about yeah. it. All it took was just imagining Johnny Depp. No, it. it's it's not very memorable to me. I remember when I first saw it, it was like, oh, okay, cool. And then the coolest part about it is that Tim Burton directed it. You know, at first I didn't like this video very much. Watching it again with you, sitting here. Love it. Experiencing it with the pumpkin candle going, with mm-hmm. you dressed as the mummy, with me dressed as the scorpion king. Yep. I feel like I'm a little bit more in the mood for it. And I like it. This video definitely takes, you have to bring the mood to the video. You, you have to bring a little extra to this video. I think we should move on. Let's do it. What, what character do you want to introduce this next video as? Do we want to keep this bit going? Because I, I, mean, I do. I would love to. Pressure's I would like, on. I would like for you to give me suggestions. Okay. So oh, Let's do like a Frankenstein. Frankenstein? Yeah. Let's, okay. Let's introduce the next one as Frankenstein. Okay. This is a bad idea. But, but keep going. Keep going, Pooch. Coming in at number nine. <laughs> oh, my bolts need to be tightened. Oh, you're making like a backstory for this character. Yeah, I like this. I try okay. to give it a little. Coming in at number nine, Kanye West with Monster. Everybody I'm I'm need to see your feet of hands at the concert. I'm need to see your feet of hands at the concert. Profit, profit. This video came out in 2011. It's directed by Jake Nava. It has Kanye West, Rick Ross, Jay-Z, and Nicki Minaj. Bon Iver is in it yeah, too for a second. Yeah, I, I think he does more voice work. Right. I don't see him in the video. He comes in and, and does like a Frankenstein voice. Yeah. <laughs> monster, monster, everybody monster. That's, He's like, I need my books yeah. tightened. Uh, <laughs> but the video, I won't lie. This video, whenever people talk about like rappers and famous people being the Illuminati or worshiping the devil, oh. I watched this video and I was like, I understand why people think that. This is a very disturbing <laughs> and weird video. Yeah. I have a theory. Yes. This came out in 2011. That was right around the time that the most popular trend in horror movies was Saw. Okay. I feel like this video is kind of trying to do sort of like a gory saw kind of thing. I get that because we have another video on the countdown. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that later. I feel like that is way more sawish than oh. this. Kanye says about this video that it was an art piece. Okay, but he also says everything was an art piece. It, it's weird. I and so the video leaked early. And okay. I think I think they shot it in 2010. Okay. The video leaked and Kanye nearly like shelved it. He was like, "No, no." I don't want people to see my genius early. I wasn't ready to show it, so we're going to shelve it. Right. And then he brought it back in 2011 uh-huh. and was like, guys, it's not creepy at all. This is an art piece. The same way Kanye says this is an art piece is the same way when, when white people go, I'm, I'm not racist, but that's how I felt about this video. <laughs> Do you mean that if you have to say it, it's not True. I feel, yeah, I feel like mo- like most artists. I never I never heard Michelangelo going. Well, I wasn't alive then, but he never said, <laughs> "Look at this chapel. It's a total art piece. You're welcome." Right. He didn't everybody. have to call it an art. He piece. didn't call it an art piece. So I feel like for him to call it an art piece is a little silly. Uh huh. And I understand art is subjective. Nine out of ten people can be like, "Yeah, this is art." 
I don't see it as art. I see it as dirty Illuminati business. You're going all I'm in. I'm going all in. This is <laughs> proof. Should we just pick apart each frame for the symbolism? Well, for the, we open the up. pyramids and whatnot. There's there are they're all seeing eyes. There's pyramids. Uh-huh. There's eagles. So one of the reasons why this video was controversial is because there's a bunch of scenes where women are hanging by chains from the ceiling. Yeah. It's pretty gross. There's a lot of like, like there's a scene of Kanye like laying in a bed and he's laying next to two dead bodies. Yeah. And he's kind of rearranging them. Every person in this video who isn't Rick Ross, Jay-Z or Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Is like a supermodel, but who's yeah. dead. And speaking of Rick Ross, Rick it, Ross uh-huh. literally is going with the ghost theme because he's just sitting in a chair not moving his lips, his ghost voice is obviously singing because he doesn't move at all. He like for him, why was he even in this video? He's sitting in a chair. Why smoking. was he even in this song? Exactly. He's in it for 10 seconds. We don't need Rick Ross. But but here, describe describe what he's doing in this video. So Ricky Rose is sitting mm-hmm. in what looks like a small throne, but he's also really big. So it could be a big throne and he's <laughs> making it look small. But he's smo- in a red Hugh Hefner smoker's jacket, smoking a big uh-huh. stogie, as Arnold Schwarzenegger would call it. Mm. And he's surrounded by three hanging women they're not dead though they're just hanging there by the neck i don't like it i don't like it either i i it's kind of just uncalled for this video i love this song song is awesome i feel like this is a top five kanye song Ooh. and the video is just so bad yeah but it does have a little bit of a horror theme. So there are some things with like zombies trying to break through a door to get Kanye. There's kind of like some vampire looking people. Yeah. Uh, at one point, Kanye is holding a severed head. So, I mean, he's going for something here. It feels a little incomplete. It feels like everybody called it a day a little too early. Like they had more that they needed to shoot and they just didn't get there. One thing that's difficult sometimes is when you have this many people on a on a video. Big names. Meaning. What ends up happening is you're really working around people's schedules. Jay-Z might have been there for like 10 minutes. It really looks to me like Jay-Z does not want to be in this video. It doesn't even look like he was there. I feel like he shot it in a separate Yeah, he might have shot studio. it separately. I, I mean, like some of this looks like it could be stock footage of like these forests and stuff. Like, I don't know. It feels like there was a much bigger concept here and they just didn't get around to doing the whole thing. In his scene, we have a woman lying on a couch underneath the cushions she's obviously dead so beyonce must this is obviously the first encounter of becky with the good hair <laughs> you think she is, beyonce killed her it's gotta be becky with the good hair look yeah, at that video. she's got great hair she looks like a becky is this what's gonna happen every time jay-z's in video we're gonna be looking for becky with the good hair absolutely <laughs> the one thing that everybody talks about with this song is how great that Nicki minaj verse is pull up in a monster automobile gangster with a bad bad that came from sri lanka yeah i'm in a tanga color willy wonka you could be the king we get two Nicki Minaj. We get Nicki Minaj and we get Roman. I hate it when artists do like the alter ego thing. Yeah. But yeah, so she plays like herself and then she plays like this other version of herself. Yeah, it's like Nicki Minaj and pink hair is sitting in a chair. She's tied up. And then we have leather bondage Nicki Minaj, who I'm guessing is Roman. I guess so. She looks the happiest to be here. Yeah. This was at a time when she was just getting her start, and I think she knew that this was her big this moment to big, shine. Yeah, I could see that. Because she shows up Jay-Z and Rick Ross and Kanye on this song. She has the best verse by far. I think she knows it. I think she was like, look, guys, I'll do a little something extra for this video. I'll play myself play and another version yeah. of myself torturing myself. I'll play two people. Yeah. 
she like really, and that's not like a quick thing that you can just shoot. Like the Jay Z thing looks like it took about five minutes. Oh yeah, one verse he was out. One She's, take. Nikki really gets into it. One thing that's very telling about this video is that Kanye doesn't have this video posted anywhere online. But if you go to Nicki Minaj's YouTube, she has it posted online. So obviously Kanye was not happy with this. Yeah, I think this was one of those art pieces yeah. that maybe he later regretted making. <laughs> I don't know. It It's definitely a video that feels like a little bit of a missed opportunity because that song was just so big at the time. And I, I think people still love this song. And I think if you're making a Halloween mixtape, it's funny, like we're doing a, hol- uh, a yeah. Halloween party on Sunday. You're invited. Oh, cool. Obviously. Thank you. Is it sa- s- Sunday? Or it's Saturday. Night. Saturday. Night. Saturday. Cool. Uh, but you can, you can stick around on Sunday too. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, my wife was like, we should make some sort of a playlist. Okay. And then when you go and look at what's available to play, it's like the Monster Mash over and over and over again mm. and maybe Thriller. But there aren't a lot of good Halloween songs. You don't want to hear yeah. the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack on a on a I get tape. it. But there, you could play this and people would like it. Automatically think it's Halloween. You could play this whole podcast and it would be Halloween. <laughs> Should I just play this podcast play in this the background pod- of yes, our party? 100%. <laughs> we also, fun fact, there's a Michael Jackson Halloween playlist on Spotify right now. But how many Halloween songs does he have? Well, it's not so much Halloween. I think it's just a, <laughs> just talks, a Michael Jackson playlist. He talks a lot about ghouls and okay. ghosts and dark stuff in a lot of his music. I listened to it on the way here. I, I did not realize how much of his music was... Ghouls and goblins? Ghouls and goblins and and ghosts hmm. and all sorts of dark stuff. I'll have to give that a listen. I think it's a good playlist. That might be the playlist. I feel like that's an appropriate playlist. Oh, MJ? Mm-hmm. A little safe. Well, if your mom's here, we'll put Bones on there. The killers. <laughs> My mom won't be here, but we, we'll Skype her in and play Bones. Okay. Uh, one other thing about this video, uh, while I was sort of researching it, I noticed that there was a reference in the video to some painting called The Hands Resist Him. Have you heard of this? I have not. There's a painting called The Hands Resist Him. It's a painting from uh, 1972 by an, a Los Angeles-based artist named Bill Stoneham. And the idea is that some people think this painting is cursed. Ooh. And in the video, they kind of reference, it's like a painting of like a little boy and his sister mm. standing in front of a house. And in the window, you see these hands. Already the creepy. Yep. It's very creepy looking. I like, <laughs> I was doing research really early this morning before the sun came up because I could not sleep. And I looked at that painting and I thought, well, that's it. I'm cursed. Yeah. It's over. You have seven it's like days. the ring. You have yeah. seven days to live. <laughs> so at least I'll see you on your Halloween party. But then after that. After that. Done. Yeah, done. Do you think bro. Kanye took this video offline because this video is cursed? He doesn't want people to I, die from watching it. Uh, I feel like, no, I actually feel like that's exactly what Kanye would do. Cause then he'd be like, that's the ultimate art piece. Oh, that's how you, if you had to punch up this video, if you're like, you know what, let's make this video a little bit better. Yeah. Let's you'd be like, it. let's find a way to curse let's it. So curse if you it. watch it, you Cause die. then imagine just what Kanye would say. Like I made ah. a video so good that it killed people. <laughs> Yeah, he would say I'm that. I'm a genius. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the final frontier for Kanye. I mean, he's he officially already lost his mind. Now he just needs to make a video that is cursed. I actually feel like the video of him in the White House might be cursed. There it is. <laughs> there it is. That's the seven days video right there. <laughs> There's not a whole lot to say about this video. The song is great. All-time great Halloween song. All-time yeah. great Kanye song. All-time great Nicki Minaj verse. Creepy video. Creepy video that I don't ever need to really see again. No, I, to be honest, I didn't even know there was a video for this song. 
until you you told me about it because whenever I typed in monster, you would get like the audio. Yeah. So it's a deep dive. It is a deep dive. Guys, if you want to see this video, it's going to take a while to find it. And it's not worth it. No, because you will. You only have seven days after you watch it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Live life to the fullest. Is it worth it? Uh, let's move on to our next video. All right. I would like to just hear like a classic Dracula introduction for oh. number seven. Okay. <laughs> Wait, it's number eight. Number eight. Okay. Number eight. Coming in at number eight. It's Rihanna with Disturbia. Too long? No, it's great. I like that choice. Cool. Rihanna with Disturbia. Now, Isaac, love this song. Okay. Love this video. Oh. Talk about Saw. First of all, this is a very disturbing video as well. Yes. But I love it. It works. This is my favorite Rihanna look. This haircut, it was my favorite Rihanna look. It's and you like, like her a little, kind of the paranoid, scary Yeah. Rihanna. You like that version of Rihanna. I like that version. I just love this song. The song, the beat, the everything about the song is just fun. Now, before we break down what happens in the video, yeah. do you feel like this video is actually scary? Like if you were watching this video in the middle of the night, would you be like, I need to turn a light on? Uh, no, because I feel safe because it's Rihanna. Right. If I, but if I didn't know who Rihanna was, I'd like I'd turn the light on. So her presence in the video, yeah, comforts you. Yeah, just because I know who she is. Okay, it's from 2008. Okay, Anthony Mandler directed it. If you look this video up online, it gets described as a surrealistic, circus-like torture chamber. Yeah, it almost feels like if Rihanna opened a haunted house. A hundred percent. This is what it would look like. It's her in a bunch of different looks. She doesn't actually dress up as like a monster. She's not Dracula. She's not a zombie. Like it's kind of this like hybrid of a lot of different horror looks. A lot, yeah. a lot of eyeshadow. A lot of eyeshadow. A lot of like leather. She looks like she's a character out of Mad Max. She's one of those people that I feel like can rock whatever she wants, and it will look cool on her. Yeah, she has a real unfair advantage. She can wear pretty much anything and it looks good. Yeah. She does that contact lens thing in this video where it makes it look like you don't have pupils. Yeah. And somehow she manages to make that look great. What can't Rihanna do? Based on this video, nothing. Yeah. She can do it all. Now, Isaac, there's a couple shots in this video. I wanted to ask you because you're Mr. Director. So this video, when I first watched it, reminds me of the actual Saw movies okay and i feel like in saw they were they would do these shots where it almost looks like the camera is twitching yeah you know what i mean like how do you achieve that or the person on camera is the, yeah the person is, is twitching so usually when you film something it's at 24 frames per second that's pretty much for everything yeah like when you watch a movie and and you're seeing something that isn't in slow motion it's at 24 frames per second gotcha if you shoot something at 12 frames per second and then speed it up what ends up happening is that whatever you film looks like it's moving really quickly. Gotcha. So if someone stands completely still and then shakes their head back and forth really quickly and you film it at 12 frames, when you play it back, it'll look, it'll have a okay. kind of twitchy look to it. I, I love the look. I think it's always a, it always reminds me of a horror movie style look. Yeah. You know, I think around this time that was like a real popular scare tactic. Like someone would run up to the, to the frame and yeah, and, do like a quick head shake or something like that. The, the video almost reminds me of that movie House of Wax. 
that came out. I've never out. seen that. Go watch it. Rent it at blo- your local blockbuster. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, this has some some vibes of, of that movie, but mostly Saw. I got a real, real Rihanna Saw vibe. I have another theory, Pooch. Give it. Give me all the theories. The 1994 music video for Nine Inch Nails, Closer. Boom. Are you familiar with this video? Absolutely. So I feel like this is a PG version of that video. You nailed it. That vi- I Nine Inch Nailed it. You na- <laughs> that video came out in 1994, and it was an instant classic. It was very controversial at the time. They had to censor a lot of it. Um, it made a lot of religious organizations really upset. Ooh. It went hard. Mm-hmm. There was a scene where there was a monkey tied to a cross. There was a severed pig's head spinning on some type of machine. Wow. It was like a they very went, out there video. They went for it. And it kind of has that. I, I agree. It has. I mean, this predates Saw, but it kind of has that Saw look where all of the textures of the video are like very rusty and gray yeah. looking. And in this video, I almost feel like Rihanna was like, I want to do this Nine Inch Nails type vibe, but. I also realized that I'm a pop artist. I'm still a pop princess. And the kids listen to me and I probably shouldn't put a monkey on a crucifix. Yeah. Uh, And I I agree with you. Like rewatching the nine inch nails video and watching this video, there are a lot of similarities. And at the end of the day, it's all about the green. It's all about the money. Okay. We got to stay safe for the kids. We don't want (laughs) to scare anybody away. Yeah. We got to make it kid friendly. It would be interesting to see someone make a video that controversial today. I feel like it's pretty rare. I feel Lady Gaga kind of went there sometimes, but I sometimes. think a big pop artist going there would be yeah. pretty unusual. We haven't, we haven't gotten like a Marilyn Manson esque style video in a long time. I think that this video is trying to do something in that vein. And I think it does a good job. It's a really nice looking video. Mm-hmm. And of course, Rihanna just, just having her on screen. There's so much production value. She's just so fun to watch. Oh, absolutely. I won't lie. There's a, there's a part in the video where she's covered in tarantulas. Mm. That's, I would have bowed out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think they're real tarantulas? They look real to me. Are they crawling? They're kind of like doing a little crawl. I would have said, uh, Hey, use some money, get some CG tarantulas on me. You would have been like, yo, Tim Burton. Hey, give me t- some of that bone. Give me money. some of the, yeah. Oh God. I, I'm just watching Rihanna and she's a, professional because she's not freaking out a bit i would have lost my mind i would totally agree with you are you, are you a fan of spiders i'm not a fan of spiders Me we neither. just watched that movie arachnophobia so good it's a great movie and if you want to watch a movie that is like quintessentially 90s everything about that movie is just to a t 100 perfect from the clothes they're wearing to the cars they're driving to the houses they're living in the lighting everything is just gorgeously 90s is that the first time you've seen it uh, it's the first time I've seen it since I was a kid. I uh, saw it at a neighbor's house when I was. How little. many times did you check to see if there were spiders around you? Oh, like every every, every 10 seconds. thirty seconds. Yeah, spiders are really gross. That movie isn't actually scary as much as it's just gross. No, you're just freaked out by spiders. Don't like the spiders. And then you got the villain from the Michael Jackson video in, <laughs> in there too. Yeah, that's so. true. Dinner's ready. Dinner's ready. <laughs> what does he say in that Michael Jackson video? Come on, man. Show me what you got. Man, <laughs> yeah, definitely go back and check out that classic <laughs> podcast we did about Michael Jackson's "You Rock Ooh. My World." I'm gonna segue, yeah, into the next video. Bing bang, bing bing bang. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is gonna come as a surprise to people because I think everybody thinks they know what the number one video is. Yeah, it's a Michael Jackson video. Mm-hmm. But what's at number seven? Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna use my normal voice for this. Oh, you should. Number seven, guys. We have. Michael Jackson. Is it Thriller? No. No, it's not Thriller. It's Thriller's cousin. 
ghosts. 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 Okay, so this was news to me. Pooch, you introduced me to this video. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've seen almost every music video ever. You turned me on to something I have never seen before. And I know you're a better person now because you've seen it. I I feel like I have completed the Michael Jackson journey. When you think of Michael Jackson, you think of production value. You think of short films. You think of 13-minute videos. Showmanship. Showmanship. Michael Jackson takes all of this and turns it up to an 11. Mm. This video, the original video is 39 minutes long and pooch when you told me that i was like no way in hell am i gonna watch 30 39 minute video yeah i watched the three minute version Mm -hmm. which everybody should check out and then i was like it was almost like somebody gave me one bite of a really juicy burger and i was like i gotta finish that burger exactly i i devoured those 39 minutes like the video if you guys watch the three or four minute version of this video there are a lot of holes there's a lot of things that you have no clue it doesn't make sense without seeing the it whole thing. It makes no sense. Yeah. You have to watch the entire video. You wouldn't just watch one random episode of Breaking Bad. No. You've got to finish that whole thing. Boom. What I, are you thinking if you only watch the four-minute version of this Michael Jackson thing? I'm left with my hands in the air. I'm left confused. I defy anyone to watch the four-minute version and leave it at that. Absolutely. Impossible. Impossible, Take Isaac. the challenge. The Michael Jackson ghost challenge. challenge. Hashtag it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a trending topic yes. tomorrow morning. Post all four minutes of you watching the original video and then 39 minutes of you watching the entire film. It's going to take off. This, is, this hashtag is going to be big. I'm telling you. Video was made in 1993. Okay. It was, like I said, 39 minutes long. Uh-huh. I'm just going to give you a quick synopsis of the video. We have an angry mob going up to the spooky castle that's on top of a hill. They got the flaming. They got the flames. They got the stakes. They got mm-hmm. the tridents. They're they ready. pissed. They're mad. And they're led by the mayor. He's the mayor of the town. I think he looks like a mayor. He's, he's a white gentleman in a suit, very professional looking. He looks like Ted Cruz, senator yeah. from Texas. And he is pissed. He's heated. Not happy. He's a weirdo. There's no place in this town for weirdos. So they go into this spooky house, first of all. I'm not going into this house. Okay. It's a creepy house. It, uh, yeah, it's a very creepy house. We go inside the house. We are met by Michael Jackson, mm. who I think is a creepy looking individual. So I would still be Well, this is late era Michael Jackson. Yeah. So this is like around the time of like black and white or jam, my favorite song from gr- that album. And a great video. This is where he, he always wore the same outfit, like the black pants, the white shirt. The high pants with the cool socks, studded socks, mm-hmm. penny loafers. But he is obviously the owner of the house. I don't know. I didn't, I don't. You didn't see the deed. I didn't see the deed. But you're assuming. I'm assuming he lives uh-huh. there. And the angry mayor is like, I want you to get out of this town, freaky boy. He and that is a, a perfect impersonation. You nailed you. it. That's thank exactly you. what it sounds like. He says a lot of weird stuff. He's like, hey, freak, we want you to leave. We don't like you here. And Michael's like, but I just want to play with the children. Aren't you kids having fun? Don't you kids love coming to my castle and playing games? I just want to say, this is probably what it felt like to listen to radio back in like the 30s. Yeah. When people would just listen to like Absolutely. people act out scenes on the radio. And then I love it. I think we should act out this video one day. 
the whole thing. We should bring in a bunch of actors to recreate, recreate this, this. Really, there's only two speaking parts, but I'll play both of them. Okay, because <laughs> you can. You, I'm, I think I'm giving you a good enough performance where you can yes. tell there's two different people on the microphone. Okay, so they're mad. The mayor's like, "We want you out of this town, freaky boy." And he keeps calling him freaky, freaky boy. boy, which I'm like, strange insult, but we'll go with it. Okay. Michael goes, "You know what? Let's play a game. If I scare you, you gotta leave. But if you scare me, then I'll leave." Now, Pooch, have you ever played that game before? Never. <laughs> have you ever heard of anybody playing this game before? Never, ever in my life have I heard of two individuals playing a game where if I scare you, you have to leave town, or if you scare me, I have to leave town. Uh, I would encourage you not to play that game. This is if a, someone challenges you to that game, think yes. twice. This is a different type of duel that we're used to. Yeah. There's no gloves being hit across the face. There's no cowboy guns. There's no muskets. If I'm the mayor, I want to... I want to spend a little bit more time maybe talking about what the what the rules are. Yeah. I feel like it's a little bit vague. Yeah, what constitutes as being scared? Yeah, like are we talking like a huh? or do you have to like pee your pants? Like what is the level of yeah, scared? scaredness? These are rules that Michael has not laid out. Also, are you allowed to just like come at the guy with a gun? Yeah. That's scary. The spectrum of scary yeah. is so big. Michael obviously did not think this through. Like, could he pull a seven and be like, yo, open this box. It's your wife's head. What's in the box? (laughs) Love that scene. Yeah. But like, is Michael Jackson allowed to do that? He, I don't think he's not allowed to do that, but he does do some crazy stuff. By accepting this challenge. By accepting. So the mayor's like, okay, freaky boy, let's play. We'll play a game. Anybody here like games? Hello? Game time. Michael plays a couple of tricks on this guy where he makes a couple of funny faces. Oh, okay. And you're like, oh, that's not really scary, Michael. And the guy's, the mayor's like, yeah, I'm not scared, freaky boy. And Michael goes, okay, I see you and I'll raise you this. And then Michael all of a sudden uh-huh. brings in ghosts <laughs> from all over the place. Right. Music hits, the ghost start showing up out of the ceiling, out of the walls, out of the chairs. I feel like whenever people show ghosts in movies, they're always dressed in very like George Washington-esque clothes. Like Victorian. Victorian era. Like this Uh is obviously where everyone is stuck. Nobody died recently. No one died recently. Everyone died in the 1800s. <laughs> no one's wearing cargo pants. So it's a bunch of people with powdered wig wigs on uh-huh. and fluffy shirts and like those weird pirate boots. <laughs> right. So there's a dance number. Right then and there, I'm out. I'm scared. You're scared? I'm scared if I see a bunch of ghosts do an elaborate dance routine. Oh, you're saying if you're the mayor. If I'm the scared. mayor, I am out of there. Right. And the thing that doesn't make sense is all the townsfolk who are there with the children are loving it right at this point they've put down their torches and they're just they're sold they're like oh this is what you do tyler you this is when you visit this guy's house yeah mom we play games and this is the games we play like i'm a little spooked out that first of all my son or daughter is playing hanging out with michael jackson hanging out michael jackson number one (laughs) but playing ghost games yeah playing ghost games playing let's see who can scare the other person out of town yeah playing that with michael jackson you don't want to do that. Not at all. Before we dive any deeper, I just want to point out, I feel like we've seen a couple instances now where Michael Jackson likes challenges. He does. In that other of- video we we're talking about, the You Rock My World video, they mm-hmm. stop the song and the bad guy is like, 
is that all you got? Yeah. Do you like how I'm doing voices now too? I I, I encourage you. Is that all you got? Whoa. Pretty good. Yeah, very good. Uh, I love it. And then Michael Jackson's like, oh, I'll show you. Yeah, I'm not going to try to do higher, it. Higher, higher, I'll show you. That's you really too, no, high. That's too high. No, it's perfect. <laughs> no, it just sounded like he was like a real scared nerd voice. Yeah. Or, uh, or I'll was, show you, mister. Maybe. Yeah. Now he's on an episode of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I can do that voice. But I'm just saying, like, it seems like he is a guy who likes a challenge. Well, re-watching Michael videos, I feel like they were almost therapeutic. Uh-huh. Because I feel like something that was going on in his life he brought into the music so there's a line in the song are you the ghost of jealousy mm. what was going on in his life or someone was someone calling him a freaky boy was he the ghost of jealousy though does that mean jealousy i don't a ghost of jealousy <laughs> that sounded great that, thanks that's what he says i also feel like he was working out some issues too because yeah maybe people have been calling him a freaky boy freaky boy for a while maybe like the townspeople aka Everyone in America yeah. was like, you're a weirdo. Yeah, freaky boy. What are you doing with children? Yep. <laughs> and maybe he was working that out. It is a little weird that every child in this video is constantly coming to his defense. Why don't we just leave him alone? He hasn't hurt anybody. Can't we just go? Your fault, jerk. Just couldn't keep your mouth shut. First of all, I don't understand why people consistently try to challenge Michael Jackson. Because nothing good ever comes from it. Haven't they seen his other videos? Haven't? Yeah. Didn't the mayor see Beat It? bad you rock my world even though that came out later but didn't he go back in time and look at these videos and, and if i say the words is that all you got to michael jackson he's oh. going to go no you're done and he's going to give you more do we want to spoil the ending of this video or should we let people go watch it? i would love people to watch i encourage people to watch the 39 minute version i think people are at, probably at this point they might even want to pause the podcast because they want to know does the mayor have to leave town yeah does michael jackson leave town? does the mayor then retaliate somehow yep does he have some scary tricks up his sleeve we're gonna leave this video up in the air okay i don't want to give anybody any i think we'd be doing a disservice absolutely i i want people to feel what isaac and i felt watching this video i don't want to ruin anything no spoilers. No just, spoilers. Just know that this video is off the wall bananas in every way. The graphics, I won't lie, are beautiful for 1993. Amazing. I think they're, ama they're done by who, Isaac? Okay, so this would be a good, a good moment to reveal two really interesting facts about this video. One, co-written by Stephen King. Ooh. The king of pop and the king of horror. That's all you need to know, folks. But then it was directed... By Stan Winston, who is maybe the most famous special effects artist of all time. He's the guy who did Terminator, Jurassic Park, Predator, Edward Scissorhands. I think one of his more recent ones was Iron Man. He passed mm -hmm. away recently. But he was like the king of practical effects, which of course means um, like effects that are done in person, not computer graphics. And this video, I think, even though it's 10 years older or more, 13 years older than the Tim Burton Bones Killers debacle looks so much better. Yeah, the graphics are great in this video. At one point, Michael Jackson does turn into a skeleton. Not so, a spoiler. And it looks better yeah. than the Killers video from 2006. Like Isaac said, Michael Jackson turns into a skeleton. And then we get a skeleton dance. A skeleton dance. Dem Bones. A, a, a skeleton dance solo. And it is beautiful. Yeah. Dem bones are, are moving and grooving all sorts of different ways. Um, should I give away the fact that Michael Jackson also plays the mayor? Uh, well, that's kind of a huge spoiler, <laughs> but we can't take it back now. Can't take it back. Well, 
It's amazing. I watched all 39 minutes yep. of that thing. And the makeup effects on Michael Jackson are so good that I did not realize that he was playing like a 60-year-old white man. But what did you think when you see the 60-year-old white man dance? Well, then I knew something fishy was Some, up. Yeah. Look, guys, another spoiler. He ends up dancing. I think we actually are ending up spoiling this video. Do we want to just give I away the ending? Should, let's just give it away. Pooch, wrap it up for us. So basically, guys, Michael Jackson puts on a hell of a show. Ends up scaring the bejesus out of... Everyone. That mayor, everyone. And then we end the video mm -hmm. with a kid goes, is this scary? And we cut back to the outside of the house and everyone screams. We don't know what happens, but obviously that kid did something super scary. Wait, what happened to the mayor? He jumps out of a window, everyone, and leaves the old cartoon style. Like he jumps through the glass, but we see the outline of his body in the glass. So he plummets to his death. Well... We don't know how high that window was. Okay. He could have just literally ran out and left town. So you think he was like, the next day he was one town over? Like, I can't ever go back to that town. He's gotta be. And then he's in some diner somewhere and somebody's like, so why'd you leave town? You were the mayor of the town. And he's like, freaky boy. I lost a challenge to a freaky boy. I lost a scary challenge. And then the guy, the waitress is like, well, what's a scary challenge? He scared me. More than I scared him. Yeah, exactly. It, the rules are simple. Waitress is like, you're weird. Here's the check. Get out of my diner. <laughs> but also, Isaac, before we end, uh -huh. do you know there's a cameo in this video? No, actually, I don't know this. Most deaf is in this video. What? And he plays one of the parents. You are kidding me. I am not kidding you. The rapper Most Deaf. The rapper Most Deaf is in this video, and he plays one of the kid's parents. He was playing a parent in 1993? And he's got, but the thing is, they make him look old. Like they definitely put him in a getup to make him look old. How how old is most deaf? I don't know, but this is ninety three, and I don't like. We'll let other people do the math. But yeah. that that is incredible. I did not know that most deaf was in this. I'll video. show I'll show you the cameo after. One other thing we should mention is that this was originally planned as a promotion for the movie Adam's Family Values, which was the sequel to the film Adam's yep. Family. It became the most expensive music video ever made. I feel like we say that every week about another video. There has yeah. to be a, like an actual list somewhere. But I've never seen a music video that was 39 minutes long. Right. And I feel like that's there should be an asterisk next to this well, when you when, say it's the most expensive video ever made. When you watch this video, guys... There's a lot you can cut out. We don't need 39 <laughs> minutes of this. I mean, it's fun, but I think I remember this being like a special on television. Yeah. I, maybe that's why they stretched I it out. I feel like it was like an hour, like Halloween special, like come watch Michael Jackson as he shows you the best Halloween. You the voices are on fire today. I'm trying. To I it. love well, it. It's Halloween. I don't play around. One thing about me and Halloween guys, I go all out. I feel like there is a tight 10 minute version you could make of this whole thing. Absolutely. And I wouldn't be mad at that. There's a lot of back and forth between the mayor. There's a whole like three minutes where the mayor's just like, you can't scare me. And Michael Jackson's like, oh, you don't think I can scare you? And yeah. they just go back and forth like that for three minutes. Yeah, they wanted to build the suspense. But it was like, just get to the scaring. Just, just make out already. <laughs> uh, $15 million was wow. the price tag on this video. And apparently all of it came straight out of Michael's pocket. What a, wow. I mean, he's, he's got it. If you stick around for the end credits... It's uh, while the credits roll, and there are a lot of credits because it's basically a movie. He, uh, we see all these scenes of him behind the scenes putting on the makeup to become the monsters and the mayor and all that stuff. And it's pretty impressive. I mean, if this is something he paid for himself, mm -hmm. he obviously just really had fun 
making these types of films, I, yeah. playing these characters, putting on makeup, scaring people, challenging people to scary contests. I mean, he must have just been having a really great time. I think there was a alternate universe where Michael Jackson wanted to be an actor. And fun fact about Michael Jackson, he bought the rights to Spider-Man. <laughs> he did? Back in the day and was going to make a Spider-Man movie where he played Spider-Man. Whew. I won't lie. I want to see that. <laughs> uh, I want to at least see like a test shot. Yes. You know, um, like how there's that shot of Nicolas Cage in the Superman outfit, which I'm call back to Tim Burton. I want to see that movie. There's a great documentary about it. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that. If you only could see one, would you rather see the Nicolas Cage Superman or the Michael Jackson, Michael Spider Jackson, Peter Spider-Man. Really? Michael Jackson as Peter Parker would be unbelievable. <laughs> Can you imagine him being like hey. a 16 year old hey. high school student? Dude, I got to work on my Michael Jackson voice. I like it. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's half-assed. It's more cartoony. It is really bad. But I love it. It's I, I Again, it goes back to Scooby-Doo. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next video. All right. I need to ask you a question. Yeah. We've put together a pretty good playlist of Halloween music videos. And a lot of them are a little more upbeat. Yes. What if I want to celebrate Halloween, but also I just got broken up with? Oh, we have. I have the best video for you. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, well, can you introduce it uh, in the voice of Freddy Krueger? <laughs> Does he talk? Yes, he's, he's, he's kind of got a voice like this. Okay. Coming in at number six, Blink-182 with I Miss You. Okay, so we just came off the high of that Michael Jackson ghost yeah, video. Yeah, now we're getting to this boringville. I won't lie. Here, guys, I love Blink-182. They're probably one of my favorite bands of all time. I grew up with them. I hate this video. <laughs> it is so, like, re-watching it, it is so boring. Uh-huh. Like, I think the issue with this with this video is okay. Blink-182 set the standard of being so goofy and so fun and having such a blast. And this is serious. And this point. is like, this is like when Jim Carrey started doing serious stuff. It's like, <laughs> no, talk out of your butt, Mr. Carrey. This is their man on the moon. Real talk. Love man on the moon. Okay. So then this is their, what's that movie where he has like a cinema? Is it called the cinema? Or he has a movie theater. Oh, oh, that's like a newer one that just the or, Paradise or something. Yeah, we I didn't see that, but I I did watch his new show. On, I get your Jim Carrey reference. So, but I mean, the songs, whatever. It was never one of my favorite Blink One Eighty Two songs. Okay. It, yeah, it's just kind of like it's Halloween themed though. It's Halloween themed. Everybody's super pale. Oh well, first of all, it's very emo song. Yeah. And by the rules written in the Constitution of emo, you have to be super pale. Yeah. Blue stick. I I would love to see a super tan emo person and to see if it has the same effect. <laughs> I don't think it does. Like imagine if, if dashboard confessional is singing a song, but he's super tan. Just and it just golden bronze tan. You're like, I feel nothing. Yeah. I like, I'm not, I don't feel this breakup. Like who would break up with someone that has such a gorgeous color? You want to feel like you're listening to a song sung by someone who's so sad that they haven't gone outside in like weeks that I think that's what it is. So this video is from 2004. It's directed by Jonas Ockerlund. He's a Swedish director. Ooh. If you ever see a picture of him, he basically looks like a heavy metal roadie. He has super long hair. You want to talk about pale. 
he looks kind of like Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, wow. And he's a legend. I mean, he's been doing this for a long time. Uh, he, he did a bunch of really great stuff for Madonna around this era as well. And he tends to go kind of dark and gothy. Yeah. He tends to do kind of moodier stuff that's also very fashionable. And that's what you're seeing here. The video takes place in kind of an old castle. There's some beautiful women who are kind of ghostly. Still pale. Still very pale. Very pale. And it's like set in like the 1920s. Yeah, it, it sort of looks like if the Great Gatsby party were over and everyone went home. Yeah. And then the only people left were in The Cure. You sold me. Because <laughs> that's what this looks like to me. I kind of feel like Blink-182, I feel like they were influenced by The Cure or they were big fans of The Cure. Yeah. This kind of looks like a Cure video. The video almost has like an 80s like kind of sheen to it. Like the way it's filmed feels yeah, very, very like a, everybody looks like Morrissey. I even feel like the song is like their attempt at doing like a cure song. Can I do my favorite part of the song though? Yes. It's when Tom DeLonge comes in, he goes, where are you? <laughs> That's my favorite. Cause it like, it's such an opposite direction of the, vi- it's like dark, dark, dark. Where are you? Where are you? Can I tell you a really quick story about Tom DeLonge's voice? Sure. So I love imitations. I love doing voices. Okay. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I was obsessed with Tom DeLonge's voice as a kid. Interesting. Why? I don't know. But I would record the Blink-182 videos Uh and I would, I did this for any celebrity, anybody I love their voice. I would sit in front of my TV and play it Uh and then rewind it, play it, rewind it, play it until I got the voice right. And by far, Tom DeLonge was the toughest voice to ever crack as a kid. How would you describe his voice? Like, what's going on It's there? very squeaky. It's very high when he sings. Like, uh, Sounds like Professor Frink from The yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, when he's like, uh, where are you? Okay, maybe not. Yeah, no, it's not that. Like, <laughs> I know that everything, know that everything, everything's going to be fine. Like, it's kind of like that. But it's, it's kind of squeaky. Uh-huh. High pitched. It's always cracking. Cracking. Yeah. So yeah, but by far, just that's just the personal story of mine. I I remember being like, Dad, Mom, I can't get Tom DeLonge's voice. My parents were like, Okay, go outside and play. <laughs> I feel like we've kind of given up on this video. <laughs> yeah, I, guys, watch it if you want. You're not missing anything. I will say this. I do think that if you had like a party. And you just wanted to put on one of these music videos in the background to set the tone. For a Halloween party. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like this this video is almost kind of like just wallpaper. Like it just, it's a mood. It might Maybe it doesn't do a whole lot, but it sets a mood. It definitely sets a mood. Right? Like when you're watching this video, you're just kind of like, I feel like I'm in this space. If I go to a party gone. and this is the first song that's playing, I know exactly what kind of party I'm getting into. Are you leaving? No, I want to see where it goes. Okay. <laughs> Definitely want to see where it goes. If I go to a party and this is the first song that gets played, I'm locking myself in the bathroom and I'm crying. I get it. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Um, pick one thing from this video that's scary. Spider fight. There is a spider there's a, fight. There's like two spiders fighting and it's terrifying. I just hate spiders. Uh, do you think that was just an accident or do you think they got like fighting spiders? It may have been an accident. Like this, well, wherever they shot this video looks creepy. So these spiders may have lived there. Okay. Hey guys, there's a spider fight in the corner. Grab the camera. Like this video. This video is so boring. We need some kind of action. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty scary. I guess I wouldn't want to see spiders. I don't fight. like spiders. I like spiders outside. If they're inside, you better you better look out because I'm 
I'm running away uh, as fast as I can. I'm going to pick one thing that I think is scary from this video. Okay. A hairless cat. Yeah, pretty scary. Gross. Yeah. My friend has a hairless cat. Very sweet cat. But yeah. there is just something odd. I think all animals are beautiful. God don't make no mistakes. No. But Made a hairless a cat is right on the on the edge. I just don't like it. I get it. It feels weird to me. It does feel like you're petting like your own leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's move on to the next video because this is going to take us Woo! the home stretch on this countdown Woo! the home stretch on this countdown is out of control yes it is this is amazing okay so let's let's move on to number five all right to go with the theme of the video do you want me to sing it like the actual song yes all right Coming in at number five it's ray pocket jr with ghostbusters something strange in the neighborhood, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! With something weird, and it don't look good. So much to say about this video, Isaac. <laughs> yeah, you, you could really write a whole book about this video. First of all, Ray Parker Jr. is singing the title song of, of probably one of the best movies of all time, Ghostbusters. Do you know much about Ray Parker Jr.? No. I know almost nothing. About I know. Jr. I, I got some fun facts about him, but I think this was his only thing. I won't lie, though. The dude is talented because we got Ray Parker Jr. on vocals, the guitar, the bass, the synth, and the drums in this song. So he so, recorded this in his garage. So the boy can do <laughs> some damage. <laughs> I did look it up, and he used to. I guess he did some stuff with Barry White. Like they maybe he's like in the band with Barry. Something like, like in that. The background. Barry's like, can't get enough of your love, baby. I don't know any other Ray Parker Jr. songs. Like if you go to a Ray Parker Jr. concert, does he open with this? And close with and this. And close with this. And then <laughs> And then play like play a medley it. in the in the middle. Does he just play it on a loop? Do you think he does like a samba version? And he's like, let's mix it up a little. Let's do a slow jam. Like remixes? Yeah. Oh yeah. He starts to play something else people are like I'm, now I'm kind of curious about the Ray Parker Jr. Samba Ghostbusters edition. <laughs> uh, so this video was directed by Ivan Reitman. But we're, we're trying to watch this video as we talk about it, yeah. and it's too hard. There's Guys, this may be one of the strangest videos, but when you think of the 80s, I don't think there's anything more 80s than this. This makes me really question my parents' generation. I don't understand what they thought was cool. I don't understand yeah. what they thought was like a good choice. <sighs> Ivan Reitman, the director of Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. who's an amazing director, directed this video. And basically it's Ray Parker Jr. like stalking. Yeah, he's a ghost. He's a well, I don't even know if he's a ghost though. I when I read when I read the synopsis of the video, it said Ray Parker is is a ghost. Okay, because but that's you, not apparent just from watching well, it. Well, if you watch the opening scene, he slowly appears like an apparition, and it's Ray Parker Jr. And Okay, I'll give it to you. He's a ghost. He, first of all, guys, the most unscary ghost of all time. <laughs> he is wearing what looks like a casual karate gi. Like, that's like the, <laughs> the best way I can describe it. But uh -huh. he lives, He or sorry, he haunts a house that is just all neon in this it looks like a nightclub kind of looks like a nightclub that this girl just randomly walks into i feel like there's like a, re a recurring theme in horror movies or just movies in general where people are getting into places they shouldn't be in okay they're just opening random doors like oh that 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 house is there i'll go in there 
So, so the girl in this video, you think this is her fault that he stopped? Absolutely. Her. Like, first of all, if you look at the house in this, the, the opening shot of the video is the house. And it's under like a freeway. Right then and there, you're like, why? This house looks so terrifying. Why would I go into it? Hey, you know what, though? It's hard to find a good place. Yeah. I mean, rent is crazy in LA. The rent in LA is high. It's out of control. And so I really can't blame her for being like, I'm going to live in this haunted apartment under a freeway. Yeah. I, I think she's willing to commute. So I get it. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. To Does it come that. with its own parking? Yeah. I'll think about it. Being in LA and chasing your dream. I would live in a haunted place for cheap rent. So are we assuming that she's chasing her dream? I think she moved to LA to chase some kind of dream. I'm pretty sure this takes place in New York, but oh, people go to New York to chase their dreams. Maybe she wants to be a Wall Street banker, broker. I don't know what people do on Wall Street. They sell high and they buy low. Exactly. They short stocks. Yeah. Sometimes. And they do... Mm, 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 mm. Pooch is doing a Matthew McConaughey yeah. impression from the movie Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> and it's really good if you were here, if you were watching it. Because I was actually doing the chess beat. Yeah. Can you hear it? It's, yeah, it's there you dead go. on. I think this is the most star-studded video of all time. Oh, but it's so weird. Okay, so <laughs> the song goes, everybody knows how this song goes. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. And every time you hear the refrain, Ghostbusters, all of a sudden on the screen, they come out of the Ray Parker stalking this girl story and go into a cameo. A random celebrity cameo. And it looks like they just took like a camera around Hollywood and wherever that person was at the time, they yeah. were like, we'll film it right here, right now. Yeah. Oh, you're buying batteries at Best Buy? Yeah. Boom. Just say Ghostbusters in this Yeah, camera. it was like a, like a star tour bus would pull over. Hey, excuse me. Yeah. Will you just say this? It's pretty amazing. See, but look at Ray Parker Jr. was a ghost right there. Sorry, we're watching the video again. We, we have this on loop. I have this on loop all the time. I start my day watching this. Nice. Uh, so let's talk about these cameos, though. It's all right. Chevy Chase. Amazing. We got John Candy. Woo! We got Jeffrey Tambor. Yep. We've got George Went from Cheers. We got ex-Senator Al Franken. Yeah, Al Franken's in this video. <laughs> we got Danny DeVito. Oh, we got Carly Simon. We got uh, Terry Garr and uh, you know Ali E. Brown, who I think is a musician. Okay. Uh, and then we got Peter Falk. You know who Peter Falk is? He's, he's Columbo. I'm Peter Falk. I'm Columbo. <laughs> These are the most random. So this, random. This video is going to get played on MTV. It's going to be played primarily for an audience of young people. Mm-hmm. Were those people like dying to see all these like 40 plus old white men yeah. on, on their TV screens. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't remember a kid, like a 10 year old kid going, mom, look, it's Peter Falk on the TV. <laughs> I mean, look, all these people are super talented. I'm super a big talented. George Went fan. Best yeah. part of cheers. He's great. Well, Ted Danson actually, but not Woody, mm, but he wasn't on the whole time. That's true. He replaced coach. So I, I you can't give it to him. Mm, it's true. Let's, let's talk a little bit about Ray Parker jr's performance. Okay. So in every one of these scenes, it kind of follows like a predictable kind of game of cat and, cat and mouse where this girl keeps trying to get away and then ray parker just keeps appearing he's a ghost Uh, but like the way he appears though is he just kind of slides out from under her bed or slides in from a window he's not an apparition it feels very solid yeah he he's a full-on full dimensional character i can't tell if ray parker jr is in on this joke or not i can't tell if this is his version of serious acting i think he knew 
he had a hit on his hands. Uh huh. And he was just having fun. But do you think that he's trying to do this for real? If I saw this come out today, yeah, I would be like. Oh, he's trying to become like a viral meme. Oh, one not, no, I think he's dead serious. Like, you know how Drake dances in the Hotline Bling video and you're like, oh, he's he's being yeah. goofy because he wants people to like turn this into a bunch of gifts and stuff. Yeah. I feel like Ray Parker Jr. is giving that kind of performance, but before the internet. He's like, I'm going to act like a total weirdo in every single scene. I'm going to be real stiff and awkward. And then people are going to like put this on E-bombs world or something. <laughs> See, I think the 80s were just a different time where... People were just super corny. Do you think there were just lower expectations <laughs> I think in the 80s? That too, because there's a scene at the very end of the video where we get all four Ghostbusters. Right. And they're marching down what looks to be like- I think a, it's Times Square. Times Square with Ray Parker in the front. They're in the flying V formation from Mighty Ducks. And it looks so bogus. Yes. But they are playing it as if they are the coolest people in the world. But at the time, they were. That is what makes it so weird. This looks like all your dads. Oh, it's a dad dance for sure. All your dads doing all their dad moves, thinking they're so funny. Yeah. But the weird part is they were the funniest people they were. on the planet at that time. I do feel like Ernie Hudson yeah. is in the background. And I think he's like, this is so stupid. This Ernie Hudson knows what's up. Ernie Hudson is like, this dance is so dumb, but hey, I'm in one of the hottest movies of all time. Pay me my money. <laughs> In cash. <laughs> you know, this video came out, I think, before people really knew what MTV was. Oh, yeah. And I feel like people were still figuring out the visual language of music videos and what looked cool on screen and what didn't. And this definitely feels like a bunch of people who were used to making movies mm -hmm. and having long, drawn-out jokes, really trying to figure out how to sell something without any audio and in just short, quick bursts. And people ham it up. Al Franken, this you should watch this yeah. video just to watch Al Franken give the goofiest performance ever. I mean, I know that he had to step down from the Senate for other reasons. If I were like running against him, if I, I were his opponent, I would just turn this into a billboard. I would turn this into a GIF billboard that just runs six frames of him doing this face over and over again. It is just so weird that Ghostbusters is such a great movie made by all these really talented people. And when those same exact people with the same exact director all get together to make a music video, it's not the same result. It is no. not the same result. Yeah. I'm losing my mind over here. It is pretty wild. Um, or I they knew what they were doing and they were like, guess what? 30 years from now, the next generation is going to watch this and they're going to think it's really funny for, for other reasons. I like to think that they were like, we're doing this for our, our kids, for kids. Our, yeah. Like Ivan Reitman was like, guys, there's going to be this thing called millennials. Yeah. And this other thing called the internet, it'll finally make sense. It's going to, it's a lot like when Marty McFly sings at the high school dance. He goes, your kids are going to love it. That's what this, this video is. This is what this video basically yeah. is, is. Hey, you guys don't get it, but your kids are going to love it. Uh, I, I have really quickly, I have some interesting facts about this. Hit me with these facts. Huey Lewis sued Columbia Pictures and Parker for the song saying it was similar to I want a new drug. I want a new drug. Ghostbusters. Can I tell you something really interesting? Sure. When Huey Lewis did the theme song for Back to the Future, it became such a phenomenon 
that after that, every comedy film around that time tried to recreate that magic. They went out and tried to find people who could make songs mm. that sounded like Huey Lewis songs. Mm. Huey Lewis, after he made that song, was like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore. He was like, I'm a serious musician. That was a one-time thing. Studios would come to him with piles of cash and be like, just keep giving us these hits like what you did for Back to the Future, and he would refuse. And and this Ghostbusters song actually kind of sounds like Huey Lewis, even if it's not a direct ripoff. It's in the style. I approached him to do this. You think so? I think so. I thought I read that, but I could be wrong, but I thought I read that they approached Huey. So you really can't blame Ray Parker Jr. for this. He was just giving the people what they want. They wanted a different style Huey. If anything, this is Huey Lewis's fault. Huey Lewis, you, you learned your lesson. Take the money. Yeah. And to give the people what they want. I bet you when he plays concerts. Sing Ghostbusters, Huey. <laughs> I didn't I didn't do that one. <laughs> really quickly, off the top of your head, if you can have one movie that you've seen recently and have Huey Lewis sing the theme song for it, what would it be? I think it was a real missed opportunity. The Call Me By Your Name didn't end with a Huey Lewis song. <laughs> but what about you? I know you have one. Uh, Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Absolutely. That, like... <laughs> That would be so great to have a Fast and the Furious Huey Lewis song. Obviously, Ray Parker, very talented individual. This is one of the catchiest songs of all time. So oh, yeah. He did his thing. Mm-hmm. Made his money. I'm ready to move on to the next video because I can't contain my excitement. You were excited about this one. You you replaced a song <laughs> that I really wanted to do with this. <laughs> what was the song we replaced? Uh, Nightmare on My Street. Uh, we replaced the Will Smith song Nightmare on My Street, which was like a Halloween-themed song yeah. that we thought had a video. Yeah, and if it, it did about, have a video, it would be amazing. It's about I thought, I'm pretty sure it does, but it's about Couldn't Freddy Krueger. It it's very 80s, very happy rap. So as we discussed this video, if you're not feeling it, just think of what could have been. Yeah. <laughs> um, how should we have you introduce this next one? I'm running out of movie monsters. I feel like there's really only a couple great movie monsters with distinct voices. Yeah, that's true. Um... Well, um, what about like the the clown from it? Oh, Georgie! Oh, there Georgie? we go! Yeah, do oh, this one okay. like that. Do that one like this. Okay, coming in at number four is How Low by Ludacris. Yes. Pooch, let's yeah. talk real quick. Okay. About urban legends. Okay. When you were a little kid, mm-hmm. did you ever go into a bathroom, look into the mirror, and say Bloody Mary three times? Uh, honestly, I did not because I don't play that game. <laughs> I I like being scared. I like having fun. I don't like messing with the underworld. Okay. I don't like messing with creepiness. Uh, you just don't need that in your life. I don't want that drama. I got enough... In my life, you got enough drama. I, in your I life. got. I mean, there's. It's. I got living in LA. Uh-huh. Got traffic. Right. You got a deal. I got an issue with my car. I got drama already. Did you ever know anybody growing up who did the Candyman thing, where you say Candyman three times? Is that how Candyman works? You say so, Candyman yeah, you, in the mirror. You look in the mirror. You go Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Okay. It's basically like Bloody Mary. And then the Candyman appears. But yeah, growing up as a kid, you would always hear stories of like, oh, did you hear what David Chernin did? He uh he said Candyman three times and now his foot's gone. <laughs> and he'd show up and it's like well, his foot's not gone, it's there. Or it was in, it would be in a cast or something like that. And then you find out like a month later it was a soccer injury. <laughs> and it wasn't the Candyman. 
Okay, so the ludicrous video for How Low yes. is a take on the classic Bloody Mary or Candyman urban legend. Mm-hmm. Dave Myers directed this back in 2009. The idea here is that when women get together, if they start dancing... And they get low enough. If they get low enough, ludicrous appears. Yeah. <laughs> Rumor has it that if you go low enough, ludicrous will appear in the mirror. <laughs> Let's try it. I don't know if this video would fly now. Why is that? I just feel like it's a little... Uh, sexist? Sexist towards women where all, hey guy, hey girls, just get in front of the mirror, shake it, but get really, really low. Well, I don't completely understand the rules of this game. Yes. It's not normal ludicrous. It's like a little mini-me version of ludicrous that pops out because in the song, there's like a high-pitched version. How low can you go? Right. And so I think they were like, oh, it'd be weird if ludicrous himself pops out and starts singing that. We should get like this little miniature version of ludicrous. It looks like it's a small person with ludicrous's head imposed on top of his. And he kind of gets out and he like pops and locks. Pops and locks. He's he's very reminiscent of Run DMC. And And I think he's delightful. Oh, he's adorable. But the girls run away. They're like really freaked out by it. And I guess like if someone pops out of a mirror, that is, is weird. But like he's not doing anything. But then the real ludicrous appears out of the mirror as well. This is where things get a little dicey for me. Yeah. Are the rules here, if you get low in front of a mirror, you get a mini ludicrous plus a real ludicrous. Plus uh, two dancers. In hockey masks. Well, you, you get the charcoal girls. So there's two girls who are like head to toe charcoal makeup. And then you get like, I think, two guys that are part of his posse. I'll say this for Michael Jackson. He was clearer in his yeah. roles for the scary game than this ludicrous urban legend is. All these girls wanted was to see ludicrous. I won't lie. Speaking of the Michael Jackson video, I would love to have seen the mayor look in that mirror and be like... I could get lower, freaky boy. I bet Michael Jackson could get pretty low. Oh, Michael Jackson is probably an amazing limbo. Do you remember performer. when this was a thing of like getting get low? low? I think it's still a thing. It still is a thing. Well, it never goes out of the out get of low dance was basically twerking, right? Like with Little John, it was get low, get low. I can't claim to be an expert on this. Is this a variation of twerking, getting low? Uh, Don't make me go to Urban Dictionary. There's twerk aspects in this video. Okay, so. It's like under the umbrella of twerking. Yeah, I think twerking is multiple different gyrations. This is definitely a version. This just seems like a really good core workout. Oh, absolutely. Great for the legs too because you're in a squat position. So the rules get weirder as the video goes on because then there is a section where Ludacris comes out of another mirror. (laughs) And when the little mini Ludacris starts popping in lock and the girl's clothes start peeling off. Like this is where it does get a little terrifying. Seems oh, I'd, a little inappropriate. I'd be horrified if someone started dancing in front of me. My clothes blew off. Like, what kind of odd superpower do you have? And then Ludacris goes into this girl's kitchen and starts like a dice game. Starts playing craps. Mm, that seems like a little bit of a stereotype. Yeah. I don't know if he needed to do that. Have you ever played street craps? Oh, I would never play street it's craps. Pretty, I, I, I would lose all my money. So after Ludacris is done terrorizing these girls, it's like the whole thing starts all over again, but this time inside a woman's locker room. Yeah. I'm sorry, but this little mini ludicrous guy is a little pervy. Yeah, he's he's a little pervert running around, just scaring girls, blowing their clothes off. I don't, and I want to know: is he like a goblin? Is he a demon? Oh, you want to know a little bit more about how this originated? What's the origin story? Yeah, I want an origin story of. You need a prequel. Yeah, ludicrous. Get on it. Yeah, do you think this is some sort of a gypsy curse? 
situation. He it's, doesn't want to come out of these mirrors, but no, he's trapped. I, it's like a thinner thing where the where that creepy guy's like thinner. <laughs> I think he must have gone up to ludicrous Mira. Mira. <laughs> Uh, as far as like Halloweenish type videos, this one's kind of a fun one because yeah. I feel like they stick to the idea the whole way through. It's a fun Halloween song. Yeah. Like if this came out at a party, how low can you go? And at first I was like, oh, you know, it's kind of a coincidence that it's a Halloween themed video. It's kind of random. But then yeah. I was listening to the song and there are parts of it that kind of have like a Halloween vibe to it. There's like a theremin or some sort of high pitched instrument that goes through it and kind of sounds like a Halloween sound effect. I think people should include more Halloween sound effects in songs. What's your favorite Halloween sound? effect? Oh, don't even have to think about it. Chains <laughs> rattling. What's your favorite Halloween sound effect? Can we please have some chains rattling? Oh, I'll give you a couple of variations. Ready? Yeah. Pretty good. That's terrifying. What's your favorite? I've always been a fan of like the axe being dragged across the ground. Oh, that's very specific. Because that's nothing but trouble right there. I don't think an axe getting dragged across the floor would fit really well into a song. Oh, that's true. You know what's kind of interesting is there's that there's a song called The Middle by Zed. Yeah. It was like a big hit. And right when they go into the chorus they included a sound effect of like an axe chopping wood Ooh. as like a snare. Like they added it to the song. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Sounds just like that. So maybe people should really think more about digging into those sound effects libraries. What about bones exploding? I don't know what that sounds or, like. Or like bones, like just Cracking? Like, a, like a skeleton falling on like a hardwood crumbling floor. Crumbling to the floor. Oh yeah. That could sound good. I like bones breaking. God, it's got, it's getting creepy. Th- that's gross though. Yeah. yeah. I don't but know like the sound of it, like a, Celery sticks. I think that would freak you out if you're on the dance floor. You'd start looking around like, did somebody hurt themselves? Yeah, who, whose ACL just got popped? I hate it when I'm driving in the car and a rap song comes on and it has the sound effect of a police siren. Oh, yeah, because I constantly am looking behind me like I'm getting pulled over. Yeah, that's so mean. They shouldn't do that. I hate that. I do like it now when they include sounds that sound like you got a text. Yeah. I feel like I heard like a little Yachty song or something recently where if you feel like you got a text message. and For a quick second, I was like, oh. He got me again. Second, you're like, oh, I thought you think my they, friends cared about me. Do you think they do that on purpose? Like, hey, we're going to have all these people check their phones in the middle of our song. Yeah, I would do that. Man, you got me really bugging about Halloween sound effects. I can't think of one Halloween sound effect. Oh, I mean, I think like the classic one is like, oh. No. Oh, I know what I like. Okay. Creaky doors. Oh, that's that's what one. I like. Creaky doors. I like good. a good creaky door. Just like this one. Okay, let's move on to the next video. Okay, Ooh. I have a I have an edit session at one o'clock. So, <laughs> uh, coming in at number three. Wait, what are you? What doing? voice should we have you? Do? Oh, um, you got really upset. I was like, You're like, but my voice is. Wait a wait a second here. Is there like a swamp thing voice? We could try to do a. Sw- no, I don't know no, what that not, was. That was like Arnold that was drinking water. What? If, oh, what if you do like a zombie? Okay. Well, was there a Halloween costume that you had that you want to do the voice of? No. Oh. <laughs> Shot it down real quick. Oh, oh here's, here's the thing. When I was a little kid, my mom made me a Darth Vader costume. Oh. oh. Can you do like a Darth Vader voice to introduce this next one? Coming in at number three, MC Hammer. 
Adam's family groove. Guys, I don't know how many people know this, but MC Hammer did a song for the Adams Family movie, mm-hmm. and it is one of my all-time favorite things. Is it one of your all-time favorite songs? Because I had never heard this song before, <laughs> and I'm just going to give you my quick take on it. Please. It's garbage. It's Oh, the song's terrible. It's a terrible song. <laughs> they say what they want to say, do what they want to do, live how they want to live, Adams Family. I'm it's sorry, terrible. but like... It doesn't even properly describe the Adams family. No, it's to me, this was just one of those super 90s, just crossover events. crossover events that happen. Yep. This was my Marvel. This was your civil this war. This was my civil war. So like MC Hammer is one of my all time favorite artists. I had my first cassette tape I ever got was MC Hammer. It was MC Hammer, Vanilla Ice and New Kids on the Block. Those are my first three. Okay. So I remember seeing this movie at Universal City Walk. And they played this as one of the trailers before the movie, but they only did it for a couple weeks. Oh, okay. And I, and this is, sorry, kids, pre-internet, so we didn't have any spoilers. <laughs> I remember sitting there and all of a sudden seeing Hammer, uh-huh. and my mind exploded. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? They got the original cast. Shout out to Raul Julia, RIP. They got Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. They got Everyone from the movie and MC Hammer is having fun with them. He's dancing with them. He's getting in sword fights with them. They're chopping his head off. Well, you know, a lot of times when there's a crossover like this where they're like, we got to do a video for the movie soundtrack, what they'll do is they'll just shoot a video with the artist and then they'll just kind of shoehorn in clips from the movie. Yeah. And I feel like here... Not Hammer. Not Hammer, man. He goes all out. It almost looks like Hammer went to the set. Yeah. We do get what you're talking about. We do get little tiny clips from the movie, mm-hmm. but we also get Hammer talking to Lurch and dancing with Lurch and getting chased by Pugsley and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah, it's probably one of the most cohesive yeah. crossover movie soundtrack videos. The one thing I will say about this uh-huh. is Hammer, Hammer brought his family. He did. He was like, I can't do this. He's like, I can't do you have your Adams family. I got my hammer family. I don't know who I'm more weirded out by the Adams family or the hammer family. (laughs) You know, that is so true. (laughs) The hammered backup dancers are so weird. Brightest color suits and just weird dance moves and so much enthusiasm. Oh, well that's the nineties. Nowadays you want your backup dancers to kind of fade off into the background a little bit. Yeah. You want to make sure that we all know who the star is. I feel like MC Hammer told all of them to turn it up to 11. Yeah, he's like, hey guys, I'm going hard, so you guys go hard. But Hammer was a showman. If you ever watched his live performances, Hammer had a full band. He True. had like 30 people on mm-hmm. on stage with him, which which makes me wonder, or not wonder, how he went broke. <laughs> Someone was obviously having to pay that whole right. group of people. <laughs> Do you think he personally financed this video? I mean, at the time, Hammer was huge. I could see that. It looks like it was all done on the actual Adams Family set. It looks uh-huh. like it was at the Universal Studios lot. It seemed like an easy shoot. There's just a lot of dancing. It's more scheduling conflicts, <laughs> I feel like, to get Lurch and right. Raul Julia. And- well, I hope Hammer had a good time because this was really the yeah. beginning of the end for Hammer. Yeah. Uh, this was the last top 10 hit he had in the United States. Dang. 
and it was the recipient of the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Original Song oh, at, no. at the 12th Golden Raspberry Awards in 1991. Dang. So he, he gave it his best shot, but he got real slapped down at the end. Absolutely. You know, a, a shooting star has to fade. Yeah, so. it can't last forever, and this was the beginning of the end. I also feel like it's dangerous territory when you're singing a song for a movie. Really? I feel like it can go either really, really well or really, really bad. What would be the best case scenario? I think we already talked about it. Aerosmith. Oh, I was going to say Huey Lewis. Oh, Huey Lewis. To, oh, Huey Lewis, Back to the Future, obviously. Don't take money. Don't take fame. Don't need no credit card to ride this train. I thought you were going to say Aerosmith Armageddon. Oh, that's a great one, too. Because I know that's like one of your all-time favorites. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Imagine if Aerosmith did The Addams Family <laughs> and Hammer did this. Yeah. You think if, if Hammer did the Armageddon soundtrack song, do you think that movie's a success? It's it's getting an Academy Award. <laughs> it's not getting a Razzie. It's getting the Academy. Is there Academy. a worst case scenario than this? Than Hammer singing this? No. Is there a worst case scenario? Like you just said, it's it's it could be bad news if you're doing a soundtrack song. Oh, yeah. Is there a worse case scenario than this for someone's career? I mean, I can get specific. I have one in mind. But please tell me. Cisco Godzilla. Damn. I mean, maybe someday. I don't know. Did that ever end up on TRL? Probably not because everybody hated it. But when the Godzilla, the Matthew Broderick Godzilla yeah. movie came out, uh, they put together like an all-star lineup for the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a Cisco video. I think the idea was it like went $4 million over budget. He has like a dance-off against Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> Cisco, you can't win. I think it basically ended his career. I feel like Cisco would probably say that. I feel like I can speak for Cisco. It ended his career. The only thing I remember about Godzilla was the Jimmy Page P. Diddy video. Oh, come with me. That's a... That went hard. I remember being a little kid watching him perform that on Saturday Night Live. And that song really stressed me out. Yeah. It gave me anxiety because that that riff keeps going higher and higher and higher. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like I'm going to explode. Where's it going to go? Yeah. I I remember my palms were sweaty at the end. Were your knees weak and arms heavy? Yes. Okay. Wait, what's that from? That's eight mile. Oh. And I was eating mom's spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. Okay. Thank you, Pooch. Okay. uh, Is there anything else from this video that you want to talk about? I mean, we could go into detail about what's happening here. Sometimes I want to leave stuff for the listeners. I don't want to ruin the magic. I want people to watch this for themselves. Uh, But just know it was all downhill for Hammer after this. This was the end. This was the end. Uh, He didn't come back from this. But, but you loved it as oh, a kid. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I'm I like it's a different time. So you loved it at I, the time. I love MC Hammer. I'm saying critics critically he did not come back from this. In my heart, he uh-huh. came back from this. He's still MC Hammer, the top of his game. 1991 MC Hammer is still in my heart. Did you follow him all the way through like the Pumps and a Bump era? Absolutely. Pumps and a Bump went hard. <laughs> He performed that on spring break. You're a true fan. Oh, the thing is, I still ride with MC Hammer. I still ride with Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. Any person I loved as a kid, I still ride with. Nostalgic. At some point, yes, we should have you tell the Vanilla Ice story where oh, you okay. got to play Vanilla Ice. Yes, yeah, but that's for another... When he's on the countdown, he was never on the he countdown. He was never on the countdown, but, but we'll find a way. Yeah. Maybe if there's like a Dr. Dre video or something in there because like Suge Knight plays into the story. We'll do that. Pooch played Vanilla Ice. 
yeah. in a BET miniseries about Death Row Records. Yep. He was a dead ringer. He gave an amazing <laughs> performance, performance of a lifetime. Someday we'll have you tell more of a story about that. Absolutely. When we have more time on the counter. Absolutely. I'd be honored. This isn't an appropriate time. It's not Halloween enough. No. Vanilla Ice is not Halloween enough. If you had played like Linus in the live action recreation of The Great Pumpkin, then we'd be talking about it. Absolutely. But you haven't been offered that role yet. And if I even knew what you were talking about. <laughs> the Charlie Brown Oh, kid. duh. Okay, let's move on to number two. Guys, we got two more, and I'm telling you. Bangers. Bangers. I think we should have you introduce this next video as one of the characters from the video. Okay. The Wolfman. Oh. Oh! Great start. <laughs> Don't stop now. I know. I'm trying to sound, figure out what a wolfman sounds like. Coming. Coming in at number two. He's from Brooklyn. Coming in at number two. We got the Backstreet Boys with Backstreet's Back. Rock your body. You know, I hate to correct you. Yes. But it's not actually called Backstreet's Back. It's called Everybody. Damn it. That's right. It's called Everybody, but with Backstreet's Back in parentheses. I always went for the parentheses. I know. I well, was always, in, in math class, you were always taught to start with what's inside the parentheses first. So that's why I did that. <laughs> great, great work. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so can I tell you a little story, Pooch? Please. About a band from Humble Beginnings. Ooh. A boy band, if you will. They wanted to make a music video that was paying homage to Thriller that had a little bit of a Halloween theme where they all played different monsters. The label said, no way, Jose. What? They said, we're not going to pay for that. What? These guys had such a vision that they put up their own money to shoot this video. Okay, I did not know this, and I'm so glad that they did. They had to fight with the label to get reimbursed once wow. it was successful. I mean, it's a great video. This is more than just a video. It's a story about perseverance. It's a story about sticking to your guns. Mm -hmm. Even when the man tells you that your dream is stupid, if you want to dress like the mummy, mm -hmm. if you want to dress like the wolf man, if you want to dress like the Phantom of the Opera or some sort of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing, yeah, go for it. Yep. They're all in it. Of course, we're talking about Everybody by the Backstreet Boys. It was directed by Joseph Kahn, came out in 1997. Wow. I would say this is probably one of their most famous videos. This made me a Backstreet Boys fan. Right? Because I was team NSYNC mm -hmm. forever. When I first saw this video, I was like, okay, I could roll with Backstreet. I could roll with this song. Yeah. Because I love the song so fun, but the video, this is one of those, those things where the video made me love the song way more. You know what's interesting is I think prior to this video, boy band videos were very generic. Yeah. There was a lot of just kind of very performance, choreography-based videos. There weren't big storylines. You definitely wouldn't be playing characters. Mm. I actually think the label probably had a good point. You guys are handsome. People watch the videos because they think you're cute. Why would you cover up your face with all this makeup? Why would you put on costumes? You don't need a story. And, and actually, the song has nothing to do with Halloween or monsters yeah. or anything. So I get it. Probably a risky move, but it paid off for them. 
oh, it paid off huge. And I think it like showed a lot more personality than just a video with a bunch of choreography. Yeah, they got cool haircuts. They got silly. Mm-hmm. They got to perform, which I think I can't imagine having to to perform like a boy band all the time. Yeah, you're probably like, like please like, let me be the like mommy. I can I please take my hands out of my jeans. Please. Like I feel like that's all they were allowed to do. Like they were stuffing their hands down their pants. Like yeah, not like I just feel like a boy band pose was like hands in the in the jeans Mm -hmm. and then like the duck lips. Oh the duck lips. I'm doing it for you right now, Isaac. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, I just don't have pockets, so I'm just putting my hand right here. (laughs) (laughs) But this video is so fun. Yeah. Really quickly, who who do you think won this video? Who do you think got the best outfit, the best character to play? Well, let's get to that. Okay. I think that's actually a great question, but we should start with just a brief synopsis. Okay. So Backstreet Boys tour bus breaks, breaks down. Yep. They pull up to what looks like a haunted house. The driver, do you want to talk a little bit about the driver? This is the second time this person has been in a Backstreet Boys video. This is famous actor Antonio Fargus who played Sugar Bear in the 70s TV show Starsky and Hutch it's you know what it didn't make sense to me the first time we talked about it still doesn't make sense still doesn't make sense I don't know who's obsessed with who is a fan of Starsky and Hutch at this time why are you putting this old man on TV yeah who from the MTV generation watched Starsky and Hutch? Was this a Joseph Kahn thing was this a Backstreet Boys thing was like remember like they had that sketchy manager or was yeah. that sync? I can't I, remember. I thought it was Backstreet. It might have been a sketchy manager decision where they were like, that guy was a big fan of Starsky and Hutch. Anyway, I got nothing against Antonio Fargas. No. He's a good actor. He gives a great performance here. Just very random. Just very random. Of all the people who could be driving this bus, get George Went from the Ghostbusters music video. Get Al Franken. Yeah. Oh, he More relevant at this he point. He would have gone so hard in this music video. <laughs> they could have had their pick. Yeah, they could have gotten. They could have got a young Chris Farley. Oh, that would have been a good one. That would actually been really. And he played a bus driver in Billy Madison, so he has the experience. Oh, he knows how to turn yeah. that wheel. Yeah. <laughs> so we get we get a broken down bus. We don't see the broken broken down bus. Excuse okay. me. So they go into this mansion. Which, first of all, guys, it's not yours, right? You just broke into someone's house, basically. They're squatters, essentially. And they all pick a certain room to stay in. Here's my game plan. Okay. If I'm in a situation where my tour bus breaks down mm-hmm. and I have to live or I have to stay the night in a creepy house, all five guys are going to stay in one room. Yeah. Especially if you're the Backstreet Boys because you like if one of you goes, your whole band goes. Exactly. And why can't you just sleep in the tour bus? Don't you have cots? Tour bus would be much more comfortable. That's what I thought. And it's yours. Yeah. That the whole thing doesn't make sense, but it gets us inside this house. That's important. Yes. They all go to sleep. In their dreams, yeah, they turn into these different creatures. Uh, so I don't mean to cut you off, but can I give you a fun fact about the house? Yeah, the house that they break into, okay, is the same house they filmed the movie Casper in. Oh, uh, uh, the Christina Ricci mm-hmm. classic, Devon Sawa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. It's a very theatrical looking house. Pretty cool looking. Oh yeah, a lot of production value. It's probably on some lot somewhere, some back lot. Universal back lot. Nellyville. They're in Nellyville. <laughs> uh, okay, so they go to bed. They lights go, out. Lights out, boys. You guys got to perform tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Get some good sleep. They don't get good sleep Mm-mm. because they all turn into different monsters. Okay, break it down real fast. Who's what? Brian 
is the Wolfman. Okay. Nick is the Mummy. Gotcha. AJ is the Phantom. Great. Chris is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Howie is Dracula. Credit where credit is due. These costumes are fantastic. Top-notch costumes. Any one of these costumes shows up to a costume party, wins automatically. Absolutely. They did a great job. Mm-hmm. Who do you think won this video? Brian. The Wolfman. Yeah, he had the most to work with. Okay. Teeth, hair. He gets a, a super cool mink coat. And he's loving it. He's like bouncing off the walls. He, he literally takes this Wolfman part to another level. And he takes it very seriously because if you watch the video, he is tumbling. Mm-hmm. He turns into a gymnast and is tumbling all throughout that house. And you it don't looks think like he's doing that though? Is that a stuntman thing? Definitely a stuntman. Okay, just checking. I mean, I know he's athletic. He's a good dancer. I think there's a shot of him doing one backflip, but I think he, I think he could do like one kind of like back handspring. Do you think this is all based on his enthusiasm? Like he was so excited to have the best costume. I, I think it was that and he was like, well... I'm playing the wolf man, so I have to have wolf-like qualities. Okay. I've never seen a wolf backflip before, but they are very agile. And he was like howling and stuff. He was definitely the most in character. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think he was the most excited to walk around set in his costume. I mean, that just begs the question. Yeah. Who's the least excited? Chris. What is he? Chris is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Wait, I- not Chris. Kevin. Kevin, sorry. There's no Chris. There's no Chris. <laughs> yeah. Kevin was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I don't think he wanted to be in that makeup at all. You can tell just by watching. I feel like in all of those videos, he, he uh, first of all, he's a very handsome man. Oh, he's great looking. He's probably the best looking one in the group. Mm, debatable, but okay. Who do you think has it better than Kevin? I mean, you got to give it to Mr. Carter. I don't think he's good looking at all. Really? Nick oh, Carter he was is, hands down the babe of the group. Everybody thought he was hot. I think Kevin, Kevin is way better looking. Okay. Nick Carter, no. We're, we're like about to go into fisticuffs. Yeah, I'm, I am steaming right now because <laughs> Isaac thinks Nick Carter's cuter Defend than Defend his honor. But I think Kevin took himself very seriously. Okay. I think he wanted to look cool at all times. And mm. he gets to play the two-faced character. Everyone's howling and jumping and doing mummy dances and doing vampire dances. He's kind of just sitting in a study and you only see half of his face. Also, I feel like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde's a difficult costume to pull off. I'm sort of yeah. surprised that they went with that costume because I think the whole point of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is the same person. He just, he goes from being a good person to being like a crazy person. Yeah. So I don't like, they kind of give him like this fish scale looking makeup. Doesn't make sense. They should have just had him be the creature from the black lagoon. Brilliant. That's a perfect punch up. But I don't think Kevin's going to do that. Yeah. No, he's like, you can't see my face it's like too much. And I got to, you got to see my face. Is there like a handsome monster character that he could have played? Dracula. That seems pretty obvious. He should have played Dracula and put Howie in that suit. What? Yeah. There you go. No one liked Howie. <laughs> Sorry, Howie, if you listen to I apologize. Uh, yeah, Dracula is always the sexy monster. Always a very sexy monster. You know, there's a humility to being the mummy. Yeah. The there, mummy or, yeah. Because I feel like the mummy gets wrapped up. You don't see their face. Dracula, that's the costume where you want to look good. Mm-hmm. You want to look cool? Dracula is the way to go. If you're kind of vain and you, if you're super vain and you like Halloween, just go as Dracula. <laughs> uh, this video ends with um, real cop out storytelling wise <laughs> where they all wake up and they're like, oh, I had the craziest dream last night. And then the other guy's like, I had a crazy dream too. And oh, I had a crazy dream. They go down the line. Everybody had a crazy dream. Everyone had a crazy dream. You know what? They should just owned it. 
You guys turned into monsters last night. This house makes you turn into a monster. We'll never come back. Yeah. There's no reason for it to be a dream. Do you have a favorite part of this video? I like the mummy stuff. I'm not a huge fan of this video. I think it's good. I just had fun. I was always a fan of when Nick Carter would say, Am I sexual? Oh, yeah. That is weird. In the mummy costume. (laughs) It's like, well, we can't see what you got, so I can't tell. That's a good part. This video is almost the music video equivalent of Hocus Pocus. We were talking about the movie earlier. I like it. Because it's not at all scary. Mm -mm. It's 100% G-rated, except for the part where he says, Am I sexual? Uh, and it feels like it's just a complete celebration of all things Halloween. Yeah. If you want to feel like you're in the Halloween mood, my wife puts on Hocus Pocus. If you don't have an hour and a half, put on this video. Absolutely. Get you right in the mood. Boom. You could play this at uh, an all ages party. Children oh, yeah. will not be scared. Not at all. Go ahead. Don't play that nine inch nails video. Mm, stay away. This is the one you want to play. Yeah. This Gets is, everybody in this the right spirit. Halloween friendly right here. Yeah, it's actually a real classic video. And I think it's when I learned that they really had to fight to get this video made. Made you like it a little more. It made me like it a little bit more because, you know, it is so easy to just say, handsome boys, be handsome, action. I think it's cool that they took a risk. This could have blown up in their face. We could easily, if some things had gone wrong, we could easily be sitting here talking about how this was one of the biggest mistakes. Their careers were going great and then they did this ridiculous video. So you're saying this could have put them in the grave. Six feet under. Six feet under. Yes. Tie it back to Halloween. Exactly. This could have MC hammered them. Ooh. This could have MC hammered the nail in their coffin. The nine inch nail. Yeah. This could have MC hammered the nine inch nail into their coffin six feet under. This could have. Is there a a way to work Cisco in? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's. We We probably know what's next. Guys, you know what's next. We know what's next. This is not a surprise to anyone. This is not a surprise May I do something I've always wanted to do? Yes. I'm going to give you the Vincent Price. Oh, yes. I was hoping you would do this. <laughs> the Vincent Price spoken word that is said during the, th- the number one video. Yes. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. I love how he went y'all. Does he say y'all? He says to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. The foulest stench is in the air, the funk of 40,000 years. And grisly ghouls from every tomb are closing in to share your doom. Now you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver. For no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. Bravo. Always wanted to do that. Perfect. Thank you for it. Amazing rendition. Look, if you weren't in the Halloween mood, after hearing that, you are. Get set. Right? Mm -hmm. So Vincent Price... Famed uh, horror film actor from, I think, like, what, the 50s and 60s? He narrates this video. In case you don't know who Vincent Price is, he's the one who tries to make Edward Scissorhands his real hands. He passed away 
in the movie. Vincent Price is yeah, he's no longer with us. He's he's six feet under yeah. in that in that coffin. <laughs> you got to put MC. it so harshly. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so from now on, if anyone that we're discussing on the podcast is dead, we have to say that they're six, six feet, feet under. That I'm six feet under. Help me. <laughs> so of course, this is one of the most famous music videos of all time. We're not just talking a Halloween video. We're talking. One of the all-time great videos that made the genre set into an the, art form. Yes, yeah, set the bar. So let's go back in time. The year is 1983. And Michael Jackson reaches out to his favorite director, John Landis, who has just directed American Werewolf in London. Uh, he's also the director of Blues Brothers, Animal House, Coming to America, a lot of other great movies. But specifically, he directed an American Werewolf in London. And Michael Jackson wanted John Landis to turn him into a werewolf for this video. You know, MTV launched in 1981. For the first two or three years of MTV, they didn't play any black artists. Yeah. It was almost 100% rock and roll. It was a lot of stuff from England. It was like Depeche Mode. It was uh, Duran Duran. It was exclusively white. And Michael Jackson, through the video for Billie Jean and through this video, kind of forced... MTV to start playing black artists and really broke down that barrier and sort of opened the floodgates. Mm -hmm. And so not only is this like a significant video just because it's fantastic, but it's also culturally significant because it really ushered in black artists being on MTV, which is such a crazy thing to think. Well, it was crazy because I, I'm totally forgetting his name and I feel bad because he's an amazing individual. He was the CEO, I think of CBS music at the time but he basically went to mtv and said i'm not going to give you any more videos mm. i'm not going to give you any more music for you to play and i'm going to call you guys out on saying that you will not play music from a black man wow and that kind of woke mtv up so he was basically like if you want these michael jackson videos yeah that everyone's begging to see yep you got to start playing some of these other artists absolutely this is a 14 minute long short film with basically a music video in the middle of it and it's iconic. We're not going to break down the whole thing because I think you should just go watch it. If you haven't seen it, get on it. It's important for younger generations to watch this because I think they only know this as that gif of Michael Jackson eating popcorn that you always see. <laughs> we should just we should let you know that there's 14 more minutes of material that goes with that gif of Michael Jackson eating popcorn that you always see on the internet. Um, and it's really awesome. It opens with a title card. Yeah. Which was uh, very interesting. Which is very interesting. So Michael was catching some flack from people who were saying that the video kind of had an occult theme to it. And he was actually deeply religious. He was Jehovah's Witness. Uh, it says, due to my strong personal convictions, I wish to stress that this film in no way endorses a belief in the occult. Which I think is actually a really funny way to start this. Because if you're a little kid and you see that... It just makes me more interested well, yeah. in seeing this video. Like, how crazy is this video going to be? Yeah, like, uh, is Michael Jackson going to, like, dance naked in a pentagram? Like, what's going on Ooh. in this video? So um, it opens in a movie theater where Michael Jackson is watching a movie with his girlfriend. The movie that they're watching on screen yeah. also stars Michael Jackson. And I was always like, does he not recognize himself? <laughs> well, there's, there's, like, some suspension of disbelief going or on is here. it his movie? And he's like, hey. Oh, like, this is the premiere. This is the premiere. <laughs> He's watching a movie of himself where he turns into a werewolf. His girlfriend in the theater is having a really hard time watching it. She's very scared. Michael Jackson's just chuckling, eating his popcorn. And the whole theater is freaked out yes. and screaming and throwing popcorn. And Michael's eyes are glued to that screen. And he's got the biggest grin on his face. He's not scared at all. This really kind of ties into the other video. 
I think Michael really wanted people to know you can't scare you can't him. Scare. <laughs> I think I would have spent all my time if I were his friend trying to scare Michael Jackson. Oh, I wonder if there was like a friend of his that spent his, his whole life's work was to scare Michael. <laughs> and Michael was just always like, nope, no, nope, didn't get, didn't get me. Oh, you're so silly. <laughs> so Michael and his girlfriend leave the theater. He starts to dance and perform around her as they walk past a so graveyard, good. random open graveyard. Right off the sidewalk. Right off the sidewalk. No gate, no nothing. And actually, one of my favorite parts of the whole video is just this long section where he yeah. sings to his girlfriend while they walk. He's so charming mm-hmm. in this video. He's incredibly good looking. He's got so much charisma. He really wins you over in this video. Like, there's no way that you watch this video you don't walk walk away a Michael Jackson fan. And he's, yeah, and his outfit. Yes, that red outfit. Which was made by John Landis's wife. John Landis's wife made Michael Jackson's made outfit? Made the wife. Oh, I'm sorry. John Landis's wife made the famous red jacket. And she said, quote, unquote, I want him to look very virile. Whoa. <laughs> Which I, Yeah. Damn, John Landis, look out. Mr. Steal Your Girl is going to come <laughs> through in his red vinyl jacket. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, Isaac, this video was made in 1982 uh-huh. and it had a budget of $750,000. Okay. Now, I didn't go to math school. What would be the, equi- <laughs> what would be the equivalent of that today? Or uh, well, a, guest, a, a guesstimate? I also didn't go to math school, Dang. so I couldn't tell you. Okay. But... um. I mean, I'm sure with inflation or whatever, that's not as small a sum as it sounds. It's a very expensive looking video. Yeah. But you know, it's also a very simple video. Yes. I feel like we're used to a culture where you pull out all the stops. Everything is a Super Bowl ad. When you want to go big, there's got to be explosions and all kinds of stuff. Really, the biggest that this video ever gets is when Michael and all these zombies from the graveyard do kind of the signature dance of this video. And that's... That's as big as the video gets. And I think that that's part of what makes it a classic. And of course, this is just one of the greatest pieces of group choreography that you've yeah. ever seen, music video or not. You know, I have a next door neighbor who puts up a projector every year and just loops this on Halloween. That's awesome. I feel like it's almost like a PSA for people. Like, if you've never seen this video before, please what? just stand yeah. in my lawn and watch the whole that's thing. That's awesome. And um, I remember the first time we walked past his house on Halloween, I just thought, oh, that's cool that he's doing that. I'm not going to watch the whole thing. And I got so sucked in. I watched it like three and three <laughs> times in a row. It's just such a fantastic video. And I think if people get a chance, it's, of course, on YouTube. It's not hard to find. You four went candy just to watch this video three times. I mean, I'm also a grown man. So that's true. I, actually, what was I even doing outside? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um you know i think a lot of people think they know this video because they've seen pieces of it but it really deserves like a whole watch from beginning to end oh yeah it's like a real piece of pop culture that's influenced like everything do you have anything else for this video pooch i just calculated how much the uh inflation would be okay so in today's day this video would be two million dollars oh okay which still a lot it's of pretty, money. it's a lot of money, but it's still modest compared to it, you know, all that they pull off in it and how long it is. Yeah, very true. Stuff. Anyway, great countdown today. I'm very excited about this countdown. Um, I hope that everybody enjoyed listening to it. Do we want to pick our favorite video from the countdown? Like a, like a winner, like we usually do? Yeah, we always pick like what we think should be number one. I mean, obviously, <laughs> oh, yeah. thriller kind of, if, if we don't count thriller. Oh, we don't count thriller. Let's not count thriller because that's just too obvious of an answer. Was there a video on here that is your favorite? Uh, 
I mean, this is a, this is a horrible question because let's just be honest. It's Michael Jackson goes. It's yeah. You we, can't avoid it. He either gets first place or second place or, second or both place. Yeah. or whatever. Like I Michael love, Jackson's the king of Halloween. He really is. I love the the ghost video. Is just a different animal compared to Thriller. Yeah. And an animal I want to take for a walk because I love that video so much. If you want to watch a really actually scary video, because I think there are probably some people who tuned in thinking we'd be talking about scary videos. Yeah. Uh, Apex Twin Come to Daddy by Chris Cunningham is a great video that's legit. Mm. It came out in the 90s. It's legit. Still one of the scariest videos ever. I gotta check it out. I actually don't like watching that video, but it's really good. Now you got me all intrigued. I gotta watch it. Guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. We'll be back on the actual countdown format. We hope you got spooked. Uh, Pooch, what's your Instagram? Uh, Instagram is at parttimeadult. We'll be back next week. I'm gonna end it with a thriller laugh at the end. Oh, yes. Okay, here we go. <laughs>